Welcome to this Progress with Unity podcast special, recorded in Whelan's at the DW Stadium in association with Wigan Athletic Supporters Club on Thursday the 15th of December 2022. First up, we hear from Kevin Betze, Wigan Athletic's new assistant manager, and this is followed by an interview with Mal Brannigan. Uh, unfortunately, the quality isn't up to our usual standards, so you might have to turn the volume up. Let's crack on, first of all, with Kevin Betsy. Assistant manager, Kevin Betsy. How are you doing, Kev? Very well. Um, Kevin, I seem to recall that uh, you've, you've played against us in the past, haven't you? Could you just give us a little bit of history about yourself, your playing career? Yeah, so um, I wasn't um, the biggest when I was younger. I was quite small, so I didn't get, get scouted as a young player to play professionally. Um, I was playing for Woking in non-league. Um, John McGovern was the manager. Some of the older generation in the room might remember him a bit, a bit higher. I um, know John McGovern. Um, he was a manager and he liked to give young players a chance. Um, he came through Brian Plus era. So I was one of those fortunate young players that he gave a chance. I played well in the National League and I had a season there. And then Fulham signed me um, and Kerry Keegan was the manager of Fulham. And I was named after Kevin Keegan, which was quite unique, but great club at Fulham, stayed there for three years, got promotion from League One, Championship and Premier League, and then um, I was sold to Barnsley, um, which is uh, in Yorkshire, as you know, so great club and had many other clubs after that. I started coaching properly when I was about um, 27, um, worked in the academy at Fulham while I was still playing, which was great. Um, and then when I retired, um, I went full-time at Fulham. Um, I was there for about eight years as a coach. Um, you guys know the difference between a player and a coach is quite significant. Um, and then obviously I went um, was asked to take uh, the national team job of England. I coached the under 15, 16, 17 and 18s with the Football Association for five years. Really lucky, worked with top players, some of the players that represented us in the last um, World Cup. And then obviously... Um, then joined Arsenal, um, was there with the 21s for about a year. We actually played you guys here in the Papa Jones um, last season. Um, and then, um, I did not finish. Yeah, you beat us 1-0. Thank um, you. Well, we didn't beat us. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was good. Um, great experience, fantastic club at Arsenal, working with some really good players and, and staff. And then obviously I took a management role in League Two, uh, Crawley Town. Good experience for me being a manager the first time. Um, had some good performances in the cup, not so good in the league. Um, got sacked, which is a good experience. Um, and then now here supporting Colo as the assistant manager, which is great. But obviously my coaching experience will be helpful to him going forward. Just to take you back on a couple of things, Davine Beningham has scored the goal when we beat Arsenal 1-0. I'd say that very well, but he can. Yes. <laughs> and I seem to recall you playing against us for Fulham. Yeah, I played it a couple of times. Um, I think with Fulham here and also for Barnsley. Uh, actually, the, the, the year you got promoted, I think Jason Roberts might have been a striker at that time when you got promoted and from, I think it was... League One, it might be the Championship actually. Promoted to the Premier League. That's right, yeah, it yeah. was, yeah. We was a Premier League club. I know, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> and we won the FA Cup as well. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. What's your links with Colo and uh, how have you ended up coming along with him? I first met Colo on a um, pro licence course um, about 
maybe three, three, four years ago now. Um, products into the St. George's Park. We spent two years together um, with different coaches. They were all progressing to be a, um, a manager or maybe a first-team coach or assistant. Really good qualification. Um, that's when I first met him. Um, obviously, we had a small connection in terms of um, our relationship, but you know he didn't know me as a, as a coach. And then obviously, subsequently, you know he's had numerous links with people at Arsenal and people in England where you ask around and you know progressive coaches and ones that you might um, akin to how you want to work. And fortunately for me, he chose me to come and help him support him. And he's a really, really top person first and foremost. Forget his playing career and what he's achieved um, as a player. He's a, he's a fantastic human being. And, you know, some people get jobs um, and work with people they don't actually like. Um, but I know for a fact, when I took the call from, from the gaffer to come and be his assistant, um, it was a no-brainer because he's such a nice person. He's a great person to work for. Um, and he will give everything he can for this football club going forward. And it's going to be a pleasure to, to be his assistant and see him on his a fantastic journey. You, you met up with a squad in Turkey, is that right? Yeah. Nice warm weather, and then you come back to Wigan. Yeah, it's lovely, <laughs> and it's great because it, it's a privilege to be with you here tonight. And um, this is a really, really um, fantastic football club with great history, lovely people. How we've been made welcome as a group of staff by all the staff that work at the football club, and but also the supporters. It's refreshing to see that um, there's some really good people in football still. Um, we know how it goes sometimes when results don't go well and we, people get a lot of stick and things like that. But, you know, with the welcome that we've had in the first, you know, couple of weeks has been fantastic. So, you know, thank you to the supporters and thank you to the staff here at Wigan and, and Mal and um, Talal and everyone at the club has been fantastic so far. We hope we can uh, be successful here. Yeah, we do as well. <laughs> So you started taking the uh, the lads now on the training pitch. Uh, I'm not going to ask you individuals, but as a collective, what's impressed you the most about the squad? Yeah, so you know, huge respect goes um, to the former manager Liam, um, and his staff um, before, and how got the club promoted from League One. Really difficult, um, and they managed to achieve that. What the club have recruited is some really good people, and again, I, I say that because. The group of players that we're working with are fantastic human beings and they want to work every single day for their maximum. You, you guys have watched football for a very long time and you go and watch football matches and some of the players are giving, they're sort of half, half-hearted with it, they're not really giving 100% and you can see that. But these guys that we've got in the building at the moment, um, they put every single ounce of energy into every single day. Um, they want to learn, they want to improve um, and that's been one of the the stand-up things for us as a coaching staff, their, their work ethic, their belief in, that we've had to try and instill in them a little bit, but they've been really good group of people to work with and um, we've had a great two weeks and we just want to continue the momentum. We know it's going to be really tough. There's some huge football clubs in the Championship with far greater resources than we have, um, but what you, you guys and the fans will be reassured of is that you know the players and the manager... Um, give their all every single day to, to try and keep us in this division um, and you know, that's a we can, we can ask them. I've got to ask this, January's coming up, obviously the transfer window opens do you think you'll be looking to strengthen the squad in that, that period? Yeah, you know, the manager is um, you know, 
very focused on the players at the moment, uh, at present. You know, we've got full commitment in them and full trust and belief in what their, their abilities. Um, he's going to look really closely at all the players in the, in the space of time that we have to work. And, you know, if there's an opportunity in, the, in January to, for us to, to strengthen the squad or help bring some, some players and help the group, then that's something the manager may consider. Um, but, you know, with the group of players that we have, you know, we're and the, the guys and I and all the staff are just really focused on working with the group and, and trying to get the best out of them every single day because they're a great group to work with. Questions from the floor for Kevin? Mark Wright. Only way is this, Mark Wright. No, he wasn't. It's a good question, though. He did, he did. Yeah. No. <laughs> Any more questions? For Kevin, have you had any arguments yet with Cornwall about uh, training procedures or anything, or the team selection, anything like that? I mean, friendly arguments. I don't mean following up. Um, the decisions always final. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> no, there's been no arguments at all, and um, you know, it's healthy challenge. That's all. You know, it's um, discussions, and you know, um, but we've very reliant. That's another thing that I must add. You know, sometimes as assistants and the first team coaches work for someone, you work in different industries. You might have a boss that has totally different beliefs and values to you, but you go to work every day and you're like, yeah, I'll do this job, but this guy's an idiot, I don't really like him. It might, that might be, might be you, but the, you know, the guy that I'm working for, I, I believe he's a fantastic person. You know, he, he cares about people. So, you know, never going to fall out with, with the gaffer like that. Because right, he actually cares about people and he wants every single person to do well and that's quite unique. Right, that's good to know. Yeah, and uh, Rob Kelly stayed on. Yeah, the gentleman, yeah. yeah. Rob's um, extremely experienced um, at um, being an assistant, uh, first team coach, vast experience of different levels, League, League 2, League 1, Championship, he's been a coach for a long time and uh, you know, we're being on his experience and um, he knows the group already. For a number of years he's been here, which is great, and um, you know, he's been invaluable to us in our short time here, and we're continuing to rely on him. I know Gregor um, really well, um, I had a really good relationship when I worked at England, because fortunately for me, um, I was the under-15s coach when um, um, Joe Gerhardt was, was up and coming, and um, I selected him at under-15, um, so I had to come to Wigan and the training ground and build a relationship with Gregor and Joe's family to to get him to come and play for England and enjoy his experience. So I've got some really good relationships with people in the academy. One thing, again, the academy have done a really good job here in the past, and you all should be really proud of the work that they're doing and they continue to do. It's, it's phenomenal what they've, what they've done. And you, you guys know, um, if you didn't get into administration, the, the fees and you know what you would have got for those players would be a lot more than you probably got. Yeah, and uh, we know you've worked with the youth quite quite a lot and you're highly regarded for what you've done. Have you seen anything in, in our young lads? Of course. Um, you know, there's some real talent in the group already, young boys that we have, and um, it's good to see, you know, and um, I won't put pressure on any young players or name any at this point moment in time. Well, you, you guys know the players that we have and the quality that I have, you know, and... Um, that they're, um, they're talented, they're hungry, they want to improve and they want to do you guys proud and, and have a really good career and hopefully we can help them and improve themselves every day and, and um, you know, represent the club well. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you very yes, much. Sir. Cheers, Kevin. Thank you.
And thanks to Kevin for that. And now we continue with Wigan Athletic CEO Mal Brannigan. Good evening, Mal. Good evening. How are we doing? Very well, thank you. That was my first question. How are you still? Can I first apologise for the fact that you also have to wear your clothes? So, I've just seen it in my head. I apologise that that shouldn't be happening. So, no, we can play the were you happy to get Colwall on board and what made him stand out in his interview process? Yeah, I think the, I think the biggest thing for me was um, making sure that we uh, continue to bring in somebody who would, uh, would work with the squad that we had already, uh, would uh, have the same values that reflect what we're going to let it is. Uh, and above all, what we saw is that we saw a very good communication. So I think the communication in, in football these days is, is really, really important. As Kev just said there, um, you know, you do you do some, some background research, you look into that. We know that it, it, it's also very important that you be bringing good people. So um, that was key, but I think communication was one of the biggest things that stood that, that made Carlos stand out from anybody else. I'd just like to ask you, uh, the decision to let Liam go, was it a tough one? Yeah, I think it's always tough whenever you let anybody go. Um, and especially when you talk about Liam. You know, Liam uh, means, uh, I don't think we'll ever use the past tense, but Liam means an awful lot to this football club. And, and what we've had there is that we had an outstanding individual who made sure that this football club is in the, in, and in the division where it is, in the financial situation that we're currently in, um, and the squad of players that, that we know have been inherited. Um, the club is in a really good position, and that is down to him and, and, and the work rate that he put into it, and obviously uh, the staff that he had at the time. Thankfully, um, Rob's here still uh, and helping out Colo and Kev and Ash uh, and everybody else that's still here. But I think it's always a tough decision when when you worked well with somebody and you know somebody on, on a you know you get to know them over an eighteen month period and you get to to know them personally as well. And um, yeah, it's always tough. And was was it a results? Best uh, reason. I think well, you know, the, the biggest issue was is that we just needed to make sure that the football club stayed in this division this year. Um, and you, you do, you take out the personal piece from it and you look at what we were doing and, and, and where we were going. Uh, and, then, and there would have been a concern of the board that you know we might have gone back into a division that we didn't want to go into. So uh, you'll never know whether that's the right decision or not. But you have to make those decisions at that point in time. Um, Kevin, though, I mentioned, you just mentioned about Rob Kelly. Uh, was that uh, a decision of Colo's, or was it a club decision to for Rob to stop, or was it Rob's decision? I think the biggest thing that you need is that you need continuity in any type of, when you bring in change. Um, so you know, Rob is part of that that continuity chain. Uh, again, making sure that the communication works effectively between. Uh, players, the coaching staff, new coaching staff coming in, uh, and, and Rob is um, is extremely experienced within that. We also know that, that Rob is a key part in what happened with this football club over the last eighteen months, as well. So, so that was also vital. Yeah, and uh, Ash, Ash coming in as a coach as well. I mean, that's created headlines all around the football world, hasn't it? How important is it to you to for us to champion that sort of diversity? Um, I think it, I think it's important, but it's not why you make a decision in the first place. You know, you look at what each individual brings to the football club, whether it's as a coach or uh, a head of 
commercial, uh, any other kind of you know key key area within the football club. Um, you make sure that they are, they can do their job first and they can do the job effectively first, and then whatever comes alongside them as a person, then that's great. But we would never, uh, as a big question or been asked for before, we would never uh, make decisions based on anything else apart from the ability to do the job. Good, and it comes with a massive reputation as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I think he's, I think he's, you know, from what we've seen is that he's an outstanding young coach, um, and he's gone through all the different levels uh, and different age groups. So I think that we will see that he will have learned something all the way along, and and with Kev and with Rob and with Colo uh, and all the other coaching staff, you know, like all of us, it's always going to be a learning curve, and and, and every day is a school day for everyone. So. I think he'll. Uh, I think Ash will do really well, and I think he'll learn a lot from this experience. Um, first game last Saturday down at Millwall, extremely positive result, and the performance was superb as well. Must have been pleased in that. Yeah, I think any, anybody you know with any club that you go down to Millwall, if you can get away with um, with a point, with three points, then I think it's outstanding. But I think the way that we played was very positive. I think the um, uh, you could see that the new coaching staff. Had had, an, had an impact already on the team. They had a couple of days in Turkey, and then they had a, a nearly a full week working them as well. So, yeah, I think you can start to see that uh, they're making an impact on on what is is a squad that hasn't changed from the previous manager. Very much a coach-based team, isn't it? With Colo, Kevin, and also Ash. But Kevin and Ash have both worked with young players. Is that something that sort of excites you? The fact that we could bring the academy through and there could be the sustainability elements of the club going forward uh, I think this club will always do that you know it, it's, it's been based on as Kevin answered one of the questions uh, you know the, the future of this club will always come from this academy uh, come from recruitment as well but generally will come from there so you know if there is that uh, experience of working with young players they're, they're really good but I think that you can this football club's always had that within their DNA and I think that will continue it's something that's raised alarm bells and it's got to be asked uh, the wages situation is it sorted you know what we've been through and you know what fans are like we just repeat people is it sorted that's what we want to know yeah, I think I think the situation with the wages is, is, is well documented it's been very public um, and, and I've said and, and you, you've heard me say in front of the support club um, that you know it's, it's never been an issue I think when football club going to administration is because of the lack of funds it's never been an issue of funding, it's been an issue of, of sorting out a uh, banking process. Also, yeah. So more of an administration error than or problem than... I, I wouldn't use the word administration, but I'd, <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd call it a process error rather than administration Sorry error. Sorry about that, yes, <laughs> you're right, you're right. Talking of money, uh, January's just around the car, I mentioned to Kevin there about uh, the squad and did he need any additions. Will there be funds available for permanents or, or loan players? Uh, we started those discussions yesterday, uh, and, and you know what we do have is that, and, and, and we've done this as a club to get to this point so far, is that there's a lot of faith and there's a lot of belief in, in the squad that we currently have. I think every club, and you can see now that just in the last few days, a lot of clubs in the championship have started to strengthen their squad, um, and I think if you know on uh, as. Uh, Colo and Kevin and Ash and, and Rob and everybody else will reflect on 
how the next, how the last few days have gone and how the next couple of weeks will go. I'm sure that those those requests will come in to see whether we can strengthen in certain areas, uh, and then that's the discussion for the board. But you can imagine that that was also a question that was asked during the interview, and the answer was that there would be funds made available. So we'll just now decide, you know, on on, on future discussions with the coaching staff as to what they particularly need. Any offers for the fans coming up, like two for ones on tickets for big games? Because uh, we've got a few big games coming up, haven't we, over the next few weeks? Like we did with the Sunderland game last season. Will there be any of those offers in the pipeline? Well, the bit I can never control is the result, but you know, the other bit I can control is to see how we start to uh, create an atmosphere here. I think early in the new year we need to, to sit down with, with fans um, and, and start to you know, work on a couple of things about how we create uh, a better environment for uh, either as a match day experience or uh, what happens here on, on a match day as regards the crowd uh, environment to, to work for them. But I think, I think the Sunderland thing worked very well because it was the offer that we made out to all season ticket holders. And I think we'll always see the back, given the best value to season ticket holders in the first place. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we're working on something. Uh, I think you can see that we, we've done something with the new um, set of benefits for the Believe um, Fans Fund campaign. Um, so, yeah, well, I think we'll always think of, of one of the two things that we can do. Season ticket holders still, you know, hopefully get, result, get a positive result against Luton, bring something back here, and then they've got the, the free domestic cup game that, that's been partnered off. So you never know who that's going to be against. Yeah, yeah. And um, going back to that Sunderland game, the atmosphere was fantastic. It was, like you say, it was just a result, really. Yeah. But, but the, the day itself was brilliant. So that was a good, really good initiative, though. Yeah, it's very good. I think you know, sometimes it, it, it also helps when. And away team brings a, a large following as well because it then starts to spark uh, yeah. hope in the way. But I think what we need to do is we need to create a good environment here in the first place. You know, we've just been down to Bill uh, Wall, obviously, and, and, and everyone knows what type of environment they're going to walk into. Um, and, and, and that affects what Bill what Wall want to do. So, you know, we need to, we need to be able to try and create something exactly the same here. But I think we need to also get the fans involved so that we get some input. And that, that leads me perfectly on to the next one. The fans advisory board is, is that going to make a comeback? Uh, it used to mean that there was one. So um, I think that uh, yes, I think, I think it's one of those where we now, you know, we've got a couple of staff now who are working on junior fans, fan engagement, lots of other things. So I think it's just give us time to, to kind of put that back together. Right. So the fans are going to get a voice then in the club. I think I think the fans will always get a voice within the club. I think that kind of like as to what level and, and kind of like you know whether it makes decisions or not is a different matter. But I think there's always tried to be as open and as accessible as possible to listen to fans as and when you know the, the opportunity arises. And I don't think that will change. Right. Okay. Uh, well, the, the last fans. I mean, it was just giving opinions and, and that, uh, yeah. and uh, it was more like a board meeting and things got discussed around the table. Possibilities? Are you saying or not? Oh, I think that I think there's you know if you create a formal uh, forum environment then then yeah but I think that there's you know it, does it have an actual impact on the running of the club and stuff like that that's what you, that's what we have the board here in the first place okay. uh, but I think that there's, it's always uh, important that you know what we, what we actually do reflects what what the fans are, are asking for and expecting. Right, okay, but that's just the means of getting uh, expectations over into it as a fans board. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Argentina or France? Um, uh, I could probably say Argentina. Is that who you want to win, or, or that's something I'm asking? No, I, I think Argentina will win. Right, okay. Any questions from the floor? Uh, Jason's fine. Jason's obviously uh, it's a long-term injury, so um, it's it's highly unlikely that we'll see him this season. But I think the good thing is, is that he'll then have a long process to get ready for the season after. How do you deal with like no longer getting a new manager in, and the like transfer window? Do, do you like? Will you have a meeting with the new manager, or 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 or, or, or would you or would you say to call or? Would you say to call or just come to me and tell me what you need or would you have a meeting with him or? Yeah, so um, what we did actually, we, we had, sorry, what we, we had, we started that process yesterday, so myself, uh, Colo, Kev and Ash uh, all met yesterday to, to, to look, you know, again, they're very new into this process, they're very, new, it's, it's very um, fresh as regards the assessment of the sport so far, so we will not. We, we've started seeing where it potentially needs to be strengthened, um, but those, the, yeah, the communication is open on that. Is the final decision with the manager or is it with you? Depends on whether we're talking about football and ability or the budget. Both, both, both. Is it with you or is it with the manager? No, I think you've always you've always got to give. I don't think you should ever give a manager a, a player. I think it should always be that the, 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 it's the manager's decision as to whether they want that player to come in or not. Obviously, if they look for somebody who's been playing the last three years in the Premier League, the answer financially will be can't afford it. But Nathan. Yeah, we're, we're talking to a promoter at the moment to see whether we can get something done for next season, but it might be just a little bit too late. Guys, I think so, it might not be the season after. Uh, the pressure that we have is we have a really small window to be able to pull a concert on without making damage to the pitch. Um, and we have a very small window to do any renovation on the pitch as well at the same time. And I think for us, it's, it's always that uh, fine balance between making sure that the playing service is right. Um, rather than just kind of like the short-term financial win. Well, thank you very much for coming along, Mark. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.